This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Back to you is up next, but first take a listen to this other fine OPI show. On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick, boy, what a weekend, huh, Adam? Loads of goals, 44 over the weekend. We'll talk about each one and analyze them with all the great teams in the Premier League. Listen to Free Kicks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lozano podcast and Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. This is Howard Sudbury. Why do I go first? You got to go first one of these days, man. No, I don't want to go first. It's best to, to go last. Because you want to. First, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. That's an old <laughs> expression. You want to bet. You want to back clean up is what it is. You want me to get on base, but I'm not getting on base that often. No, you could just be the first one to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. no, hey, do you get that notification of your screen time from week to week that pops up and says, hey, yes. you're up 32%. Yes. And do you remember what yours was recently? I think I just got it yesterday. No. I don't pay much attention to it at all, really. I mean, I, I look at I look at it, I see it, and I go right by it. I, I really don't analyze it. I was down twenty eight percent from the prior week, and, and I was thinking about that. We always we always say, and a lot of people say that people are spending way too much time on their devices, staring at them. And you know, if you go back years, you got a phone off the hook somewhere. Yeah. That's the house phone. It's the house phone. <laughs> Speaking of going <laughs> back years. Um, but if you... Can you still hear that? Can you still hear it? I can't now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you go back years, if people were reading three, four, five <laughs> newspapers a day... This is terrible. I can still hear it. Should we start this all over again? I can't hear anything. <laughs> Okay. No. Or maybe it's my ears ringing. I'm but I'm sure again because it's whoever so... puts this together is going to going to say I heard that throughout your whole podcast. I heard it at uh, the beginning. Yes. And then it stopped. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> we should start this over again. This is terrible. I can't. You can't hear that. No. Oh, I can now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I can hear it again. <laughs> there it's it, an awful annoying sound. It's gone. It? No, keep going. What's that? Well, there why? I'm going to turn it off so that the whole effort was so that nobody would call. So I, I actually put it back on the hook. We'll see if it. And there's no hook to put it on. That's an old expression. Put the phone on the hook. What does it sit on? What do you mean, what does it sit on? Well, it's got to have a cradle or something. It has a, yeah, it has a cradle, it has a base. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, for rings, answer it because I want to know who it is on your house phone. Yes. Anyway, uh, do you know? Do you have any idea what I was saying? Uh, no, because I was only focused on me trying to determine whether 
you could hear that, and if you wanted to start over again, no, it didn't. Because this me. is horrible. This is a, see. That's why I want, always want you to go first on these things, right? So you can get all your stuff together. <laughs> anyway, so you've now spent a, you spent four minutes and twenty five seconds talking about a phone off the hook. Yes, yeah, that's awful. That's four minutes and twenty five seconds. We don't have to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's called content anyway anyway yeah. uh screen time going on your mobile devices yeah. with yeah. your face buried in it reading all the time i read a lot of news out there a lot of us do read news articles back yes. in the day if somebody read three four five newspapers a day they were considered knowledgeable or they were considered um scholarly or well-read, or up on the times. And now, if you look in your phone, now that's a that's a negative. So what's the difference? What's the difference if you spent two hours in the morning reading newspapers and you spend two hours in the morning on your mobile device? Well, there isn't, except, I don't know, just easier to carry. You don't have to fold your phone and put it under your arm. Yeah, and I guess I guess it it goes it goes further than that because people are then, you know, you would read your newspapers in the morning, those of us that are old enough to remember them, and uh, you'd be done with it for the day with a mobile device. You're never done. No, but I do enjoy folding my phone and putting it under my arm. <laughs> Have you ever tried that? Well, <laughs> uh, no. I think people. I think people nowadays. Are, uh, are struck by headlines, just headline after headline, and uh, that make that prompts you to go farther into a story. Yeah. I well, think you probably, you probably were more in-depth with a hard copy newspaper than you are now with your phone, even though your phone is slamming so much more information at you. Well, I mean, there's clickbait on, on headlines. That's really an important part of uh, the Internet or, uh, you know, any site that comes along. But headlines... In newspapers on hard copy were very important, too, because a lot of times the headlines didn't match the story. They weren't accurate. When you read the article, the headline was misleading. And the headlines, what gets you to read the story? Yes. So what what is this leading to? Oh, I have no point. I have to. <laughs> the, still... point, the point is there is no point. The point yeah. is, is that the, it, it's that. Do we spend too much time on our mobile devices or not? But in the old days, people used to read a lot of newspapers. So why was that okay and this isn't? That That's my point. That's my question. Well, well, because you were done. You, you read the news and you were done. It wasn't like you were going to put the newspaper down and then an hour later, new news was going to appear in it. Yes. There's oh. always news, new news now. That's the one thing about it. You know, your phone's constantly giving you more and more news. Well, that's interesting, too. Both of us coming out of the news business is that there's not always new news. But the people that are in the news business, the cable news networks, the the sites, the the social media networks or what have you, they have to churn out news to make you interested in looking at it all day long. But a lot of times it's not news. There's nothing new. Well, actually, I can remember back in the day as a little boy when there, there would be new news. You'd get a morning edition of a paper and then you'd get an afternoon edition. 
So theoretically, there's new news during the course of a day. Well, right. There was. Yeah, I mean, there is. But but we've talked about this before. When you turn on cable news, if you do um, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news all the time. And it's not breaking news. It's okay. Uh, there's going to be a news conference at the top of the hour. So they're just trying to keep people from watching, to continue watching for that hour. Yes, it's news we've decided to give you right now. That's breaking news. And then later on, there'll be news we decide to give you now, but we'll call it breaking news. So once again, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is like another, this is a sequel to... Um, Planes, trains, and automobiles. No, did you see that with Steve Martin. I and did. John Candy. I did. You know what Steve the, Steve Martin finally says to John Candy. And by the way, the next time you tell a story, have a point. <laughs> <laughs> the best scene, the one scene that I remember is when they were in bed together. You remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, uh, I think, the classic moment of that. What's yeah, the these point? These are some wonderful, wonderful hotel pillows that they give you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. What's the point would be, this is the sequel to our last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's the point part two. <laughs> yes. Back to yeah. you, Steve. Um, yeah. Speaking of uh, movies or TV shows, I, I turned one on. I'm watching two shows now that I want to mention to you that they couldn't be any more different, uh, which might say a lot about my taste. But um, one of them is Mindhunter on Netflix, which there were only two seasons, and I'm about halfway through the first. It's brilliant. You would love it. But it's it's really deep. It's it's kind of dark about these two FBI agents that are working on psychological profiles by interviewing uh, mass murderers, and uh, they've really done a good job on it. It's pretty compelling, but it's set, at least season one is set in the late 70s, and there was a scene, and I thought, wow, that seems ancient, of one of the agents going up and using a payphone, a payphone. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, you don't even physically see those anymore, do you? Are there any that still are, may not be operating, but they still exist on corners? Yeah, I was in California last year, and I, I took a couple pictures of, of when I saw it. Um, there are a couple payphones in downtown Santa Monica on walls outside, like convenience stores. And I was shocked to see that. They weren't operable. They you know the the cord was was severed but they were still there Did, were you tempted to just go stand inside just for old time's sake well it wasn't a phone booth it was just a it was oh, a phone I, I, it, it'd be great to i would love to find a phone booth open it go inside and use my own mobile phone in there. yeah well i was thinking about that you know the iconic red ones in london Yes. I mean, that's one of the great photo ops when you're walking around in, in downtown London, right outside Big Ben. There are those big red phone booths that everybody went inside and used. What do they do now? Are they are they operable? I think that that series, Doctor Who, that was on BBC, a lot of it had to do with him or whoever the doctor was, because sometimes the doctor was a woman uh, in the series. 
and they'd go back in time or uh, transport themselves through the phone booth. Who? Yes, Doctor yes. Who. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. the point? I, I was ta- I was about the same as the point you were making. <laughs> I've yet to make there, a point. There was a friend of mine, and we were talking over the weekend about uh, things like this, old-fashioned remnants from another time. And in Philadelphia, uh, up into recent years, I don't know how long ago they st- they did away with these, but I remember casually walking down the street or downtown, and you would see the troughs left from where horses would stop to drink from the... Horse and carriage days, well into the 20th century. Really? Yes. I'd say maybe into the 70s and 80s, they still had those things out. They did. And you would just walk by and you wouldn't pay any attention to them, but those were throwbacks to the turn of the century. Oh, I guess they are. Um, well, I mentioned that uh, I was watching Mindhunter, which you have not seen, but I would uh, highly recommend it. It was a big hit. And then the other show that I'm watching... Uh, as I said, mind hunter, that's what we really need to pay attention to because it would be great to have a mind before we do these shows. <laughs> oh, it would. Oh, yes. We, it would be great to have yeah. a mind to do one. Yes. Uh, yeah. and, a, and a point. The other show that I'm watching, it just cleaned up uh, very recently. The Emmy Awards were held virtually and mm-hmm. it cleaned up. Do you know what show that would be? No, what? You, you don't know who you play? Uh, Shit's Creek. <laughs> yes. Shit's I, Creek. I've seen an episode or two of that because I really like Eugene Levy. Yeah, he's great. But you you saw an episode or two and quit. Yes. I, yeah, I didn't give it enough. That's the problem now I find with Netflix and Prime Video and those sources. There's so many choices now that I'll, I'm, I, I will look at one excitedly and then something else catches my attention and I look at an episode of that and I find I'm not sticking to stuff like I used to a year ago. I'm not one of the, I used to like binge watching. Now I don't binge watch anything. I won't watch 10 episodes of one thing. I'd rather watch an episode of 10 different shows. Well, I I think that's the fault of the show. The show has to really grab you and make you, want to watch the next one well it does but then along comes another exciting show or promo for a show and i go wow that looks good and then i I tune into that and then i'm bombarded with some more and man that looks exciting and then i'm i find myself trying to watch that too you get distracted and you never make your way back to the other show that you initially liked do you well eventually but not you know i gave up on ozark and ozark was a great series oh yeah i love our ozark there are other shows like that that um, I've I found myself really enjoying, but others would come along and I couldn't get past half of a first season. Well, here's the deal on Schitt's Creek as I see it. I was like you. I watched, I had heard so much about it. It was so popular. I said, hell, I'm going to give it a try. So I pop it on and I watched the first one and I thought, wow, this is just not very good not my cup of tea as they say and (laughs) yes i I went on to the second one and it really didn't get better and for whatever reason i kept going and at some point it it clicked in 
and it really its brilliance you know it, it you know came through and the writing and the acting and i i got drawn into the characters and i became obsessed with it but and here's the point on this i couldn't say that if you kept watching it that you would i can't say to you hey keep watching it because it gets great it doesn't change that much for whatever reason it sucked me in you know eugene levy's son is the one who created that series and he's in it too yeah he and daniel levy uh, daniel levy and eugene levy and and uh, Eugene's daughter is in it, Sarah Levy, and, and the cast, the acting is fabulous, the writing is fabulous, the the um, you know the storyline is great. I love all the characters, but uh, I can't say I can't wholeheartedly recommend it. Well, it sounds like something better than these YouTube rabbit holes I keep going down. I just look at uh, 15 minute videos over and over again. I have my phone in my hand. Can you see that? Yeah. That's a picture of a dog. See that doggy? I see it. And here's the way I use my phone a lot now. I love lists and tests and things like that. And it says, are you a bona fide dog expert? Do you still have a dog? No. Uh, my daughter had a does. dog for years. Had a dog and, for okay. years. Had one growing up. And my daughter has one. You think you know a lot about dogs? Uh, I, I don't know. What's a lot? Just uh, useless information to go, <laughs> go right along with the show. For instance, what, uh, what sea creature has a brain that's similar in complexity to a dog? Would it be a squid, a dolphin, a starfish, or a stingray? Which one of those creatures has a brain that's most similar to a dog's? Well, a dolphin, dolphin yeah. are very intelligent from, from what I've read, and I think most dogs are. So I'm going to go with dolphin. And that's your final answer? Uh, yes. Yeah, it is right now. The answer is squid. Scientists have used uh, an MRI machine to study the brains of uh, juvenile reef squid, and the researchers found brains as complex as that of a dog. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Okay, ready? Tr true or false? Uh, you can calculate your dog's dog age by multiplying its human age by seven. Yeah, that's what they say. Is that true? Okay. Or false, or it's complicated. Which is the, your answer? Is it is it true or is it, it false? You do said they say true. that. I uh, know. Right. I say they say that. The answer is false. Dogs and humans age at much different rates. A recent study has shown that a one-year-old dog is equivalent to a 30-year-old human. So that multiplying by seven rule is technically wrong. Sure it is, because I always thought that was, I call BS on that, because a 10-year-old dog can still be really, really, you know, fast and active and athletic and uh, at 70, a person is not going to be quite as athletic as they were at 30 or 40. Or some 30-year-olds 30 are real sluggish and slow. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> now, under perfect climate conditions, how far away can a dog smell something? Under perfect climate conditions, a dog... Uh, I'm going to give you the choices. Something. I'm going to give oh, you the choices. Okay. You ready? Okay. Uh, a, 100 miles. B, Five miles, C, 
12 miles or D, 47 miles? How far away mm. can a dog sniff something out? I think I'm going to get this one right. It depends on the dog. A bloodhound, I think, it could really sniff it out. But I'm going to go with five miles. The answer is 12 miles, and it doesn't give an explanation. It just says how we're drawing. That's, again. <laughs> 12, 12 miles. Okay, again. true or false? Dogs can see blue and yellow. Dogs can see the colors blue and yellow. Did you ever have any evidence of that from your dogs? No, I'm going to say, uh, so I can keep my streak alive and be wrong again, I'm going to say they cannot. They cannot see those colors blue and yellow. Right. The answer. Oh, they are colorblind. The, the, the answer is, is true. Although the common myth says that because dogs are colorblind, they can only see in black and white. That's wrong. Dogs have two types of color-sensitive receptors in their eyes, while humans have three. That means that dogs can see colors like blue and yellow, just not the same spectrum as humans. I, I, don't, I don't buy it. No? I'm well, you'll never five. find out. I think that's pretty uh, fascinating, blue and yellow. Do you think uh, it's so, fascinating that I went 0 for 4? Do you have any more? I want to get <laughs> yeah. one right. All right, let's see. Here's a dog with his tongue out looking beautiful. I don't know what kind of, this is like a mutt. I love mutts. We had a mutt. Oh, our, our dog was a combination of every dog you could name, and I love that dog. Okay, here you go. An exceptionally intelligent border collie. This is a collie we're talking about. This collie named Chaser learned the names of, of how many different items over the course of three years. This dog learned the names of, of various things. How many things do you think a dog uh, actually learned the name of? A, 300, B, 6,000, C, 42, or D, 1,000? All of those seem high to me. They do. They do. I, I thought it was going to be like a half dozen. <laughs> I did, too. That's about how many we know. <laughs> <laughs> how many do we remember? <laughs> That's amazing that a collie could uh, know the names of various items uh, during the course of a three-year span. If you, if you uh, Give them to me again. What names? was a thousand? One was, was 300, A is 300, B is 6,000, C is 42, and D is 1,000. I'll go with A, 300. Your choice is A, 300. The answer is D, 1,000. This dog could recognize 1,022 nouns, mostly children's toys, unfortunately, Oh, 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 gee, this is a bummer. Unfortunately, the 15-year-old uh, border collie died in 2019. Oh, why did, why did I need to know that? Why did it have to end on a downer like that? Right. That's amazing. That's a horrible place to end this, isn't it? But that's it all that I had for, for that. Well, but but a, I love stuff like that. Yeah. I'll give you an uplifting story before we take a break here about border collies. You know, um, I, I did a story for Channel 2 one time, did a feature. And border collies are beautiful dogs and really intelligent. But uh, at Kemper Lakes Golf Course in the Chicago area, 
Uh, they used, and I guess this is common, they used border collies to herd the geese off the golf course. And they mm, would never mm-hmm. attack them. They just chased them, and the geese would take off, so they would just run. And it was really beautiful to watch. So they're, they're beautiful dogs, and they really are bright. I had no idea, never heard anything. So you got the sense as just from scanning the scene that those collies were pretty intelligent. Oh, I did. I did, yeah. I mean, they were trained to do that, and uh, whenever the the guy on the golf cart that was working with them would would call them, they'd come right back. They were very obedient, so it was really cool to see. You know what would have really been impressive if you had paid more attention to it? If if one of the uh, groundskeepers there had yelled out to the border collie, go over there and get, no, no, not that one, get the yellow geese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not buying that one about the colors. Well, if you buy that they know a thousand different nouns, why would you not buy that they know colors? I didn't say I bought that either. <laughs> I don't know where but you you've got seen your... evi- but you but you've seen evidence of a border collie in particular being pretty intelligent. Oh yeah, they were very or good intelligent. at good at his work yeah. and and great dogs. Yeah, they were great dogs. We're going to take a break, but first of all, Steve, uh, you may or may not know this. I think you do. That back to you is now available on Amazon Music Podcast, Amazon Audible. All you have to do is search for OPI, O-P-P-I-H. That's big time. That's, That's cool. That really is. That is a great well, platform. That's a so great resource. We're going international. How about that? Yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go Hawaiian. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, that's the kind of nonsense that floats in my head now. Now, that you're probably that's probably copyrighted, too. I shouldn't have sung that. That's what all is, right, what was It's a that? product. What was that in reference to? Was it uh, uh, Hawaiian Tropic um, um, sunscreen? No. We're going to go Hawaiian. Don't keep and I can still say, you just said it was okay. Moments ago, you said well, that's okay. Well, it's a product. They might like it, the, the fact that you're. A famous celebrity sang that in a commercial no, for years. Worse. Long ago. Uh, go Who ahead. was it? And what was the product? Uh, I already guessed I was wrong. It was Hawaiian Punch. Oh, okay. And it was and one of those Osmonds sang it. Danny, uh, what, no, who was Danny. Donnie? <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a Danny, Danny Osmond. There was but a Danny. Donnie Osmond, Donnie Osmond, Donnie and Marie both were in a commercial singing, we're going to go Hawaiian. Or it was Danny Bonaducci, one of the two. Wow, wow, yeah, wow. How would I remember that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, think about it a little more. In the meantime, think about this. <laughs> we'll be right back. On this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. With everybody being indoors during COVID and rediscovering board games, we talked to filmmaker, documentarian Scott Peterson, who did Scrabble on. The underbelly of the Scrabble world. Listen to the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com. Amazon, or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. 
On and friends, we like to occasionally torture ourselves by trying something that we may or just may not like. Sometimes people like to bring things that they know we're not going to like. And sometimes they bring things that we might not like, but we actually do. All that and more on and friends. An OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. We are back. This is Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Man, that was quick. We got back fast. That's the fastest we ever got back. I took a People don't know how. They have no idea how long we've been gone. They don't realize we've been gone a day and a half, and then we come back to this. Yeah, I went, and uh, I had a couple, got a couple more LaCroix, and Mm. uh, I'm ready to go. Um, What's the point? I just had a little Hawaiian punch. Do they still sell Hawaiian punch? Sure they do. It's very good. Uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I haven't seen any in a long time. Hey, listen, you played a little game with me on dogs. I want to play a little game here before we go. I read an article, and I'm going to use my favorite word about it, that I found this what? Fascinating. 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 I found it fascinating. (laughs) And your answer to that is what? (laughs) What? Interesting? Fascinating. I I say interesting a lot. And you say fascinating. I say fascinating because I'm easily fascinated, but... You claim you say that. I haven't paid attention to how much you say fascinating. Oh, I say the same crap over and over again. No. Um, That bothers me when I listen to these podcasts. I say, why do I say that over and over again? Um, If that's the only thing that bothers you when you listen to these podcasts, you're in great shape. I didn't say it was the only thing. <laughs> uh, uh, listen, let's yeah. go through these. This this was an article about people that were born, famous people that were born in the same year that mm. that may surprise you and may even fascinate you. Are you ready? It's multiple choice. Yeah, I want you to tell me the one on the list that was not. Born. I think I'm going to be very. I think I'm going to be very good at this. By the way, I think I have you no are idea too. what you're going to ask. I think you are too. But you tell me the one that was not born yeah. in the year of the others. Mm. So mm-hmm. here is the list. First of all, A. Harrison Ford. B. James Dean. C. Joe Biden. D. Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> That's an interesting group there. Say it one more time. Harrison Ford, James yeah. Dean, Joe Biden, Jimi Hendrix. Born in the Boy, same year. A, one of them was not. That's a tricky, tricky question. I'm leaning heavily toward. See, the trick is, you know, James Dean must have been, I don't know, in his early 20s when he died. I I'm think guessing. he was. But I'm going to say James Dean. You are Final right. Answer. Yeah. You are right. Yeah. You said you yeah. would be very good at this. Yeah. He was born. Well, what year do you think he was born? Oh, all right. All right. I don't. I have no idea. Okay. And you can see that I'm not looking anything up. So Nin- I don't know. I Nin- wait. Don't let me. I'll tell. Wait. Let me tell you. I'm just going to guess it. All right. Okay. James Dean was. <clears throat> all right. Let's go. Let's go, Steve. Let's do this right. Mid fifties, fifty two, fifty three. He was probably twenty <laughs> minus to take away that uh, decimal point. Carry the, the seven. I'm going I'm to say that he was born in 1937. 
1931. Oh boy, that was James terrible. Dean. So I think he died. Awful. He was a little bit older than than we thought, mid 20s maybe. Anyway, the other group, the other ones were born in the same year: Harrison Ford, Joe Biden, and Jimi Hendrix. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine Jimi Hendrix is as old as Joe Biden now. Yeah, it is. No, it is. No, well, like, Jimi yeah. Hendrix was a young man when he died. Okay, yes. the next group. A, Marilyn yeah. Monroe. B, John Wayne. Mm. C, Hugh Hefner. D, mm. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Uh, say those again. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. John Wayne. Hugh Hefner. Queen Elizabeth. Which one was not born in the wow. same year? I'm going to say Marilyn. Marilyn Monroe. Wrong. Wrong. Mm. In this case, wow. it was John Wayne. John Wayne was much older. Mm. John Wayne was born in 1907. Mm. And the rest of the group, Marilyn Monroe, Hugh Hefner, and Queen Elizabeth were born in 1926. Mm. And out Boy. of that, out of the four people there, Queen Elizabeth, of course, is still alive. That's a good one. That's a very good one. Because I, I couldn't get the images of those folks out of my head. You know, I, Queen Elizabeth has just always seemed old to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just yeah, hard. Yeah. I, I can't get that out of my head. Uh, although I did see the series Queen, the Queen we were talking about. The, uh, the Crown. Called the Queen. The Crown. Yeah, same, yeah. That was same really thing. good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. The next one. The Queen. A. <laughs> <laughs> um, it doesn't have the same hey, ring to it. We're going to stick Go with royalty on this one, too. Okay. A. Princess Diana. B. Brad Pitt. C. Barack Obama, D, George Clooney. One of this group was not born in the same year as the others. Princess Clooney, Diana, Clooney, Clooney, Brad Clooney. Pitt, Barack Obama, George Clooney. Final answer, Clooney. Wrong again. Man. You got the first one right. Um, Princess Diana, Barack Obama, George Clooney, Brad Pitt. Uh, well, mm. you you missed it. You want to take another crack? No, uh, because I don't want to be wrong twice. I'll say Brad Pitt. Right. Okay. He's a little bit younger than the other group, but the other ones yeah. were born in 1961. Princess Di, Barack Obama, and George Clooney, and Brad Pitt yeah. was born in 1963. Yeah, that's that's... Fascinating, we'll as they say. Fascinating. Thank you. Thank you. And we're <laughs> yes. going to wrap it up with one more. Okay. This is a good one. This is a good one. Yeah. A, John Lennon. B, Paul McCartney. C, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. D, Martin Sheen. Al Pacino. All right. Lennon, so, so uh, yeah. Lennon, McCartney, Pacino, Sheen. Which That's one was it, not well, born in the same year as the others? I happen. Now, if I get this wrong, there'll be no excuse for it because I, I claim to know my pop culture and uh, a lot of uh, useless information. But I have a feeling in all the stuff that I've seen and read and heard about the Beatles that uh, John Lennon was like the oldest of that bunch. Maybe not by many years, but he was like the one that they looked up to because he was the experienced Beatle. I'm going to say 
uh, that the one that doesn't belong is one of those those two. Name them. Name them again. Name the list again. Lennon, McCartney, Pacino, Martin Sheen. Oh boy, good googa I would say John Lennon. <laughs> you know your 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 Half logic, right. your logic, yeah. the way you, yeah. you were working yeah. at it was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lennon is the I, oldest Beatle. But I, I picked the wrong Beatle. You though. picked the wrong Beatle. <laughs> That's right. It was Paul McCartney because <sighs> John Lennon, Al Pacino, and Martin Sheen were born in the same year, Man. 1940, and Man. Paul came along in 1942. And, mm. you know, 1940, this being 2020, John Lennon would have turned 80 this year, which is hard to that. believe, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it, it it would be until I had recently read that I think Yoko Ono was something like 88. Really? I, you know, I knew she was older than than John, but unless I'm really wrong about that, uh, she she was at least in her mid, she is in her mid 80s at least. Wow. That's mind blowing. Mm -hmm. uh, Steve, if you like Back to You, then be sure to check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, like, let me scroll down here, because I wanted to talk about the Car Guys. The Car yeah. Guys report informed automotive. Mark Vernon and Lou Costable, true lifelong car guys who have motor oil in their veins, cover everything from what's going on in the auto industry to cars they've seen while running errands. If it has tires, an engine, and a steering wheel, it's fair game for these two. The Car Guys report informed automotive, and you can listen to that on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts or search for Radio Misfits. You know, i got to talk to those guys. I've always wanted one and still want one. I'd love to have a nineteen sixty. Eight Carmen Ghia. Yeah, that was cool. I almost, I almost bought one years ago. That was but I, I, cool. I, I didn't have enough money at the time to get it. There was another classic car when I was growing up, uh, and it, there was a nineteen. It was a fifty-seven Chevy. Was a classic. I'd love to yes. talk to these guys. We'll have the, we'll have one of them or both of them on sometime because America, we've always had a love affair with cars. I've had maybe 10 cars in my lifetime. Have you had many cars? Yeah, I've had many. I've had, I'm, I may have had almost a dozen cars. Yeah, and I've had I many. I got to chat with them. I've had many that I, <laughs> that I wasn't proud of. That would be a good one. I'd love to talk to them. We yeah, should do that. I would too. We will. We mm. will. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to give a special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasano with OpiShows.com. Yes. Opi yes, is indeed. hippo spelled backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. And this is distributed by Ed Silha with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. RadioMisfits.com. Well, well, that's that's all there is. There ain't no more. It sounded pretty good today. I was really impressed at, at how well we overcame a phone that wouldn't stop beeping. Yeah, well, that's all going to be edited out. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> I hope so. I'm and by the way, the phone has not rung. The phone will always rings. That sounds like a movie title. 
knows the postman always rings twice. You, the, yeah, you, the only man, one of the few that's people true. in America that has a house phone. <laughs> Maybe so. I, uh, but I don't have a newspaper. I don't have a hard <laughs> copy of a newspaper. But you've got your mobile device for sure. All right, Steve, we'll talk to you next time. Well, uh, it's been uh, interesting and fascinating, Howard. Well, uh, maybe one out of, I'll take one out of two. (laughs) We thank everybody for finding us on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Uh, This is back to you, and I'll talk to you next time, Steve. As Paul McCartney would say, let it be. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of OPI Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report Informed Automotive, it's a brand extension from Carol Shelby that will take your breath away, plus a rare Mercedes 6.3 sedan that just sold. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Twisting a fatty on the White House roof. Embarrassing baseball injuries. Every political ad ever. A viral hoax from the Rick and Dave archives. And Rick's brush with television star Marilou Henner. All that in unlimited tangents. Listen to Minutia Men on Spotify, opishows.com, Amazon, or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. If you missed Lausano or Los Anno and Friends, here's what you missed. Did you guys know that Family Guy is a very smart show? No, Uh. South Park is actually the smartest show. Why? Because it's a very conservative show done in a very liberal manner, and there is so much rhetoric. Oh, my God, I I still disagree that South Park is the smartest show. However, yes, it (laughs) is smart in that it fools a lot of people into thinking that it's funny and or that it it is is making fun of everything. Okay, out of the four shows, South Park, Simpsons, Family Guy, and Flintstones, which is a smart show. Hold on, why are you including Flintstones? <laughs> Radio Misfits. Get more Lausano and Friends. Lausano. Now on Lausano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lausano or whatever it's called. Is this over? Yeah.